Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. My name is Sabina Brennan, and you are very welcome to Super Brain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. In Monday's episode, world-renowned neuroscientist Dr. Adrian Owen shared his view that curiosity is the key to thriving in life. His curiosity has led, among other things, to the groundbreaking discovery that some people diagnosed as being in a vegetative state are, in fact, fully aware but unable to communicate. Our natural capacity for curiosity has led to incredible discoveries that contribute to our ongoing evolution and survival. I am a total fan of curiosity and I prescribe a healthy daily dose because it promotes learning and neuroplasticity, which in turn keep your brain in good shape. So in this week's Booster Shot, I am getting curious about curiosity. What are you curious about? What sparks your interest? What rocks your boat? Our brains have an amazing drive to understand how the world works around us, how our bodies work and how other people work. On the surface, it can seem like some people are more curious than others. And research does suggest that some people experience curiosity more often and more intensely than others. But maybe we're all similarly curious, but just about different things. Or maybe we see curiosity through too narrow a lens. I guess when we think about curiosity, the first thing that comes to mind is the drive for knowledge. That's the kind of curiosity that Adrian described in Monday's episode. This type of curiosity, which has been researched the most, is often referred to as epistemic curiosity. And it refers to the thirst for information, for facts, for ideas, concepts, anything really that can plug the gaps in the seeker's knowledge. Personally, I've always been curious about people, how we work, why we do the things that we do, what makes us do the things that we do, why do we make the choices that we make? And some researchers call that type of curiosity social curiosity. Then there are the sensation seekers, people who want to maximise and experience the new through sight, sound, touch, taste, smell. And that can be referred to as perception curiosity. I think we're all curious in all of these ways, but perhaps with personal preferences in terms of one type over another. But then within those types of curiosity, we're curious in different ways, depending on the content. And that's probably due to a combination of innate desire, previous life experiences and possibly even genetic disposition. 
Now, a lot more research is needed to fully understand how curiosity works, but there are some theories about how it works. And neuroscience has revealed some really interesting information about what happens in the brain when our curiosity is sparked. Curiosity is so embedded in who we are and and what we do every day that we barely notice it. But it is a fundamental part of human cognition that influences many aspects of our lives. In a way, curiosity is what makes the world go round. Take a moment to think about the ways that you've been curious today. Clicking on this podcast, for one, is an act of curiosity. What's it about? Is it worth listening to? And so on. My aim as a podcaster is actually to spark your curiosity, but that's not something that I think about overtly. In fact, that sort of just revealed itself to me this second. Anyway, in a way, everything that you do that's not directly related to keeping you alive is driven by curiosity. Reading books, newspapers, surfing the internet, scrolling through Instagram, trying a new flavour of ice cream or crisps, touching the material of a dress on a shop rail, asking your friend how their date went last night, watching the next episode in a box set. Theories of human and animal curiosity abound and they stretch right back to William James, who's considered one of the founding fathers of psychology and also to behaviourist Ivan Pavlov. One of the most popular contemporary theories of curiosity is that it functions to drive learning, just like hunger functions to drive eating. What I find really interesting about this theory is that a taster is needed. So a small amount of information acts as a priming dose, which greatly increases your curiosity. I guess we kind of call it clickbait these days, you know, but it's also what trailers about or what teasers. I put up a teaser every week for my episode, you know, kind of trying to give you a little taster, something that sparks your curiosity. And I suppose that's what coming next week on does as well. It just gives you enough information to spark your curiosity. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you consume the information, you find it rewarding. Eventually, when you have consumed enough information, you feel satiated, like feeling full after you've eaten enough. And just as hunger dissipates with eating, curiosity dissipates with the amount of information you have consumed. 
You experience this on a regular basis when any news story breaks. You know, at first you keep refreshing to see if there's any new information on what it is that has happened, you know. Um, if there's been a bomb in Paris. I don't can remember that evening so well. Everybody on Twitter and the internet and clicking and sharing and trying to get more and more information. And you consume absolutely everything that you can about the story from multiple sources, you know, from the TV, social media, newspapers, websites. And then eventually you sort of reach like a saturation point. And often then that really sort of flips to a point where you just don't want to hear about it anymore. And I suppose in a way, you know, that kind of happens with eating too. You know, you can be absolutely ravenous, totally motivated to eat eat all around you. And then you reach a point that actually if you had to eat any more, you think you'd be sick. You know, please don't show me any food or the smell of that food is going to turn my stomach. A study designed to try and, I suppose, satisfy the researcher's curiosity about curiosity using trivia questions revealed some really interesting insights about curiosity. It turns out that how curious someone is about the answer to a question is related to how confident they are about knowing the answer to that question. So, People who were extremely confident about knowing the answer and people who hadn't a clue about the answer were the least curious about the answer. In contrast, people who had some idea of the answer but were not confident in their answer were actually the most curious about that answer. In fact, and and this I think is really interesting, they were so compelled to know the answer that they were willing to pay for the information even when they knew that they would be told the answer after the research session. Research also shows that curiosity actually enhances learning. That's the reason that it's so good for your brain because neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain to change with learning and with that comes new connections in your brain and the more connections you have in your brain, the better. Anyway, the more curious we are about a topic, the easier it is to learn about that topic. In another related study, participants rated their curiosity to learn the answers to trivia questions. Later, when they were presented with a selected trivia question, they had to wait 14 seconds before the answer was provided. Now, during each of those wait intervals, they were shown photos of unknown faces with neutral expressions. Later, the participants were given a surprise memory test to see which of the faces they recognised. And that was followed then by a memory test for the trivia answers. Now, as you might expect, the participants were better at learning the information that they were highly curious about. However, even more interesting, once their curiosity was aroused, it led to better learning of the faces, which were essentially unrelated and not something that they had necessarily been curious about. They were also better able to retain the information that they took in when they were in their curious state after a 24-hour delay. Essentially, what this means is that once curiosity is sparked, it makes it easier to learn and to retain any kind of information, not just the information that you were initially curious about. Now, brain scans taken during certain parts of this study revealed increased activity in the reward circuits in the brain that rely on dopamine when curiosity is aroused. 
The scans also showed increased activation in the hippocampus, which is a part of your brain that's involved in learning and memory. It also showed increased interaction between the hippocampus, the learning part of your brain, and the reward circuits in the brain. So curiosity is rewarding and seems to put the brain in a state that enhances learning and memory, even for information that is of no real interest or even importance to the individual. That's something that you could harness, you know, if you need to make information that you find boring or uninteresting stick. First, engage yourself in something that you're really curious about and then try and take the other information in. It will be more likely to stick. You know, teachers could harness this phenomenon by allowing students curiosity to be aroused by something that they are naturally curious about. And then once the students are in that state of heightened curiosity, they can either teach them about the stuff that the students find boring or the students themselves can study that information that they ordinarily find uninteresting or difficult to remember and they will be more likely to remember it. So um, I hope I've satisfied your curiosity about curiosity in this episode. Science Week is coming up uh, beginning November 8th and I'm doing a very special episode of the podcast in collaboration with Science Foundation Ireland and I want to look at the impact of technology on the human brain. Now I'd really love your input for this episode so please email me as soon as you can so that I can include any questions that you might have. If you're curious about the relationship between technology and your brain, I'd really love to hear from you. What are you concerned about the future of technology? Are you concerned about how social media is impacting on our lives or how using the internet is changing your kids' brains or impacting on how your kids' brains are developing or what's it doing to our ability to engage socially with people face-to-face? Any question, something that I haven't even mentioned there. Once it's to do with human beings, the human brain, technology and the future or how technology can change or shape our brains, please send your thoughts or questions to info at superbrain.ie. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. Stay safe and stay curious. 